Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You guys remember the club? It was a anti-car theft device. Yeah. Typically red and chrome, and it was had a, a little long bar, and then it had a U on each side, and you would put it on your steering wheel, mm-hmm. slide it into place, lock it, and then it made it impossible to turn the steering wheel very far either direction. Now, they had the club, and then they, they switched to the boot. That's for when you're illegally parked downtown. Yeah, that's a little different. The, the, the illegally boot, you can't go anywhere either. Yeah, I got one of those once. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The club mostly seemed to have faded out, but it's not gone. In fact, we bought my son a used car from some neighbors in our neighborhood, an uh, older couple, and in the trunk of the of the car that we bought from them was a club. Huh. We actually had the whole thing in there. Chicken or... <laughs> and so, um, but they're easy to use. You just put them on quickly and bring them in there and lock it. It's right. done. You don't steal the car. People yeah. still use them, apparently. Okay. Because there's a news story today about a 27-year-old woman who tried to steal someone's purse, and as she stole the purse, she yanked the woman out of a car and jumped in to steal the car as well. So she's carjacking. She's carjacking. Oh, boy. Except it's on video because she got stuck in the parking lot because this lady was still using the club. <laughs> that didn't stop her from trying to steal the car, though. You can't turn the steering wheel. No, you can't turn it very far. So she basically rammed about 30 cars oh in the parking lot going forwards, backwards, like a three-point turn over and over and over again. If you're going, you know, two steps forward, one step back, the police will eventually get you. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not hampered by the inability to turn yeah. like she was. Mm. Now, there's actually video of this, Hawk, and you can see yeah. this woman just <laughs> destroys every car around her. She's about to go ape wild here in a second. Yeah. Mm. But she is ramming cars. Here she goes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Boom. wow. There's... Two cars, oh my she's three cars she just hit now. I mean, she got to Now she's going to take this door off and yeah. take another four cars. She's got to realize, okay, I'm not going anywhere with this. You know, I wouldn't mind shopping more if interesting <laughs> things like this I could witness. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, as long as it didn't, like, hit my car. Yeah. But uh, finally, she just realized, I'm not getting away in this. So she jumped out, and at that point, three passerbys jumped on her. Good. The one of them used a bandana to tie her hands, and they tied oh. her shoelaces together, too, until the cops got there. So wow. that's pretty clever, I They thought. were going to use a club to knock her out, but they couldn't get it off the steering wheel. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this, first of all, how dumb are you to, when you 
you see the club, you should have gotten back out of the car because you weren't going to go anywhere. Here's the problem, Tom, because she's younger. She mm-hmm. doesn't even know You're what the right. club looks like. Right. And she's she like, what it was. she's like, I think this is, I, I, I'm going to eventually get this broken and steer this car. Right. That's she why didn't I didn't realize what it was. That's what, when y'all were talking about club, I thought you meant like swinging club and that's how you get people to steal your car, not uh, steal your car. You didn't think we were talking about down in the club. I mean, so you know. don't know what a club is, then, when we're talking about this. When you explained it, yeah. But at first, I was like, oh, we're just clubbing people now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's seals. Oh, oh maybe seals. Wow. <laughs> Too soon. I'm <Mark>. sorry. <laughs> but but I, I, my, my first thought is something I tell you guys all the time, which is crooks seem to be stupid. Like, they aren't even clever sometimes. This yeah. woman's an idiot. Yeah, you remember the one, uh, and this, I don't know why it's popped my mind, where they lock the guy in the uh, building, and he's trying to get out, and he's trying to shoot the oh, window. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the lady just politely left her, the building and locked him in. Right. <laughs> he's sitting there panicking, going, going I can't get out. It was, yeah. I'm like, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, dumb criminals. I think yeah. maybe it's like there's a lot of criminals who aren't dumb, and we don't know about them, but the ones we get that get caught, we're like, that's because you're dumb. The, the smart criminals aren't taking purses from women in a parking lot. What are they doing? They're stealing diamonds and yeah. bonds. And yeah. Have you seen those movies? <laughs> and I've seen I, those movies. And our identity. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're making money. Oh, if they're stealing my identity, they're stupid. Because they ain't getting nothing anyway. I'd agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, people... They uh, asked them, what was an awkward financial moment for you? Boy, the first thing I think of when it comes to awkward financial moments is when your credit card gets declined. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. That's the number one answer. And it's happened to me before, like we were vacationing and the credit card company decided that maybe that wasn't us. Even though we went to the website and tried to find a place that could you tell them, I'm going here to go for vacation. Mm -hmm. And they say, you don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) <laughs> and so we were like, oh, good. And then we got there, and we used it for three days, and it quit working. Well, I never knew you were supposed to do that. And when we went to Italy, mm-hmm. I just happened to mention to my bank lady uh, that I was going. And she goes, oh, I'm glad you told me because we would have shut your credit card off. Yep. Yeah. So now I will send an email to my bank going, hey, I'll be in Cancun or Mexico or whatever. And meanwhile, they did not do that to me when I was trying to buy drinks in Savannah and someone else was running up my credit card in Texas. I'm like, you didn't see that we were making transactions at the same time in two different states? Yeah, and oh. one of them I live in and make transactions all the time, yeah. and the other one I've never been to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is having your credit card decline. Number one answer, of course, on a date. That's really very embarrassing. embarrassing yeah. yeah, I've had that happen a time or two. Wow, yeah. more than once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I had another credit card, thank goodness. I didn't mm-hmm. have to ask her to pay for the meal. <laughs> That'd be really embarrassing. I know. Hey, you got some dishes to wash. Okay. <laughs> Being asked to donate to a charity by friends, relatives, coworkers, or the lady at the checkout oh, counter. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay. 34% of people said that bothers them. They find it very awkward when someone asks. Because you just know that the ones behind you waiting to check out are thinking, well, what a cheap guy. You know, he ain't worried about the kids that need money. Well, and the cashier's like asked like in a way like, you want to donate to the charity for the kids, starving kids and, you know, uh, wherever 
And you're like, no, no, I don't. No, that's here's, here's what I say. This is the simple line. I say, not today, thank you. No, well, that's a good one to get out of it. Because that way it's like, maybe I will another day, but today is not a good day for me to help starving kids. Now in the grocery store, they'll say, do you want to round up for charity? And I'll look at the price. If it's like 75 cents or more, I'm like, round up. If it's like 10.02, I'm like, no, give me that 98 cents. <laughs> okay. Be fine. Thank you. I need coffee. All right. Other financially awkward moments uh, when a buddy asked to borrow money. I don't. I say no. Yeah, that's easy for me too. I, unless it's a small amount of money, I just say no. And and very rarely would I go for a big amount unless I really like the person. But have you ever had that guy that borrows money or a girl that borrows money and then you know they never have money? It's like you know, and they go out and they buy. Hey, look this new shirt. You know, did you see I got this new shirt or I got yeah. these new shoes? You're like, did you use the money that you borrowed from me and didn't pay back to yeah, buy those new exactly. shoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been, I wouldn't put up with that. I've been burned a couple of times, and that's all it took. Yeah, and I, I love my friends, but unfortunately, there's two friends before you that that ruined that for you. Oh, <laughs> so they're being penalized for your yes, friends from the past. Okay, so when a friend asks you to borrow money twice, it's a problem, and they don't mm, pay you back. No, he's saying when two different friends asked him. I'm talking about my situation. Oh, oh I, yeah. So for me, yeah. I had a friend that borrowed a thousand bucks and he paid it back. Mm-hmm. But I still don't loan to other people because I think I just got lucky. Yeah. You mm-hmm. did. I had a friend go on vacation and not pay me back. And I was like, oh, well, all right. Enjoy Italy. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But uh, Tom's, did your friend just leave the state? Uh, have you ever had that? They borrow money and you never see them again. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. And my un- friend un- paid me back. Really? Yours did. Right, yeah. Yeah, mine just unfriended me and disappeared. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and another awkward moment when uh, they say financial moment, saying no to a panhandler who asked for money. You know, you're on the street, <laughs> and, and you can see the guy or the girl they are eyeing you. Yeah. Like you're with somebody else, and they come up to you, and you, at some point you kind of feel threatened, maybe, you know? Like yeah. something might happen, it's a dangerous situation. I just try really hard to not make eye contact. Be like, look at this ground. I've never seen cement ma'am, this color. Ma'am, what is this gray? Ma'am, I lo- look ma'am, at this penny over here. Me. Kick it no, this I'm way so we can have it. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's uh, looking up at you, trying to get your eye contact. I am right here. And that's Talk when you're like, look at the sky up yeah, there. It is beautiful. It's awkward. <laughs> Here's something you can do that's a little different, but look at him and say, I used to do that for a living, too. Oh, wow. Oh. And what I hate is when you're in a car at a red light and yeah. they're in the middle of the intersection. That should not be legal. But exiting off on Woodruff Road, they're always standing there. Guess what? I will stay. I will keep my car up here on 385. I'll leave a big old <laughs> line of empty cars the just other not day, to get in front of him. The other day at that spot, first time I've ever seen this, but there was police officers arresting the panhandler there. Wow. Wow. should not be allowed. Not in the, not in the roads like that. It's now, dangerous. Now I've been downtown and they come up to me and one guy, I think I've told y'all, he's like, hey, can you give me some money? And I never carried cash at the time. I was like, I don't have any cash on me. He goes, you got a credit card, don't you? Why don't you give me your credit card? Let oh, me go wow. to Subway yeah, and I'll uh-huh. bring it back to you. Right. <laughs> All right. So next, like, one, next one is this. Chipping okay. in for a group gift with coworkers. So, you know, your coworker's going to buy a group gift. You're like, hey, you want to buy a group gift for Sally that works down in accounting? That's easy, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got, here's a dollar. No, no, no. We're all chipping in $10. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Sally who? Yeah. <laughs> in accounting. You know, Sally. That also goes for splitting up checks. They mentioned that one. Yeah, um, when, when people are like, let's just split it equal, and you're like, but I only had an appetizer. That exactly. happened to me. Yeah. I was with me and three friends. Three of them got prime rib. I got six wings. Yeah. I split it with them, and I left there going, 
you know, I think I just got screwed. You got robbed by your friends. But they're awesome friends, and they always pick me up. So, Well, no wonder you're paying <laughs> for half their food. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay. <laughs> I'm getting prime real next time. <laughs> then they'll be like, let's just pay for our own. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hawk, you joke around about this occasionally, or at least I think you do. Okay. Uh, but it turns out maybe your joking around has some degree of a good idea behind it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you've talked about in the past that if you get into a fight, you drop your pants down to your ankles because <laughs> no one wants to fight someone who's naked or crazy. The guy will run at that point because most of the time guys will like pull up their pants like, come on, dude, come on, they'll put their hand up. Come on, I'm going to fight you. But if you do the opposite and drop them down... <laughs> <laughs> As I kind of mimic what I would do, I'd just yeah. drop him down and say, come on, Buster. <laughs> my luck is I got him to my knees. He would charge after me. Yeah. So right. I go down, really go down. Then you got to hop around and hit him. <laughs> well, yeah. there is a relationship advice doctor, a psychologist, and he says when you and your wife or husband start arguing and fighting, you should pause for a second and strip down naked. <laughs> Here's okay. why he says that's smart. Okay. He says, when we get into arguments, our caveman brains go into fight or flight mode and we act on instinct. So we start yelling and saying terrible and hurtful things and not even necessarily listening or thinking about what we're going to do. But whenever you get naked, you pull your brain out of that fight or flight and suddenly the situation feels very weird, and you don't go down the instinctual path for hurting someone. It, it okay. makes you kind of pull out of that uh, automatic response. I'm going to start doing that in here. <laughs> when oh, we start gosh. fighting? Yeah. <laughs> when we start arguing, I'm just going to start stripping. That'd I'm be sorry, funny. Tori. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is, it's cold in here. I know. <laughs> What's so funny? And this is crazy, because so I was talking to me, and she was... Uh, asking me about that like if because uh, somewhere down the line i guess she went to a church and they were having like marriage counseling and the pastor said you should do that if you're married like what would happen if you're sitting there in an argument and you know you, you just start taking your clothes off while the person's arguing with you it would be like you're either going to laugh or you're going to be kissing oh wow you know what i'm saying um, <laughs> or registering with the state no, for the next no, no. 50 you, years. No, 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 because you're married. You're married. So you're oh, in, I thought you meant like co-workers. No, 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 no co-workers. <laughs> they say uh, that you'll both be in the moment, and so even though you're naked, you're more likely to listen to each other, no. act rationally, and diffuse the tension. I don't see that at all. I think that the pastor was right. You're either going to laugh or it's going to lead to something else. Yeah, but sometimes I don't want to laugh during an argument. Sometimes I want to, we need to talk it out. And if you're sitting there stripping, I'm going to start laughing. And <laughs> And I'm like, dang it, what was I mad about? Yeah. Wow. That's good. See, that would laugh. That would take the edge off. Yeah. But what if the argument started after you're undressed already? Maybe you're changing clothes oh, to no. go to dinner and yeah. you start arguing. What <laughs> then? Well, okay. Well, you're already there. Whatever you've got, whatever you've got on, you just take it off. <laughs> take okay. more off. Yeah. Okay. But um, start dancing, doing jumping I mean, jacks. Honestly, you think about it, anybody that's fully naked and has shoes and socks on is just funny, period. Why like, do the socks add so much comedy value? I to don't it? know. I have no idea, but that's funny. Just you know, to, how many times I stand in front of my mirror? My kids. <laughs> so, my kids ahead. will do that. They'll, they'll like you know they'll just have their socks on. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, go put some pants on. That's just funny. 
I don't know, but I read this, and I think I'm going to get into an argument with my wife tonight just on purpose. Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're not arguing. We're you fine. Win. <laughs> so that's a good outcome, too. Yeah, there you go. You'll be always right in your relationship, yeah, huh? You're either going to have the fun or you're going to be right. Okay. Oh, I think you stumbled onto something there. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Let's fight. Wow, Kato, we're at work. Yeah. HR. You really... <laughs> What if HR made you do it too? We don't have to fight for you to take your clothes off. All right, everyone's talking about that, you know. Come in my office, take off your clothes. Oh, jeez. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Don't let anybody tell you watching TV is a waste of time or watching your iPad or cell phone is a waste of time because I have the times when people were able to save lives using things they learn from a TV show. Or something online. Okay. Yeah. And you know, there's all kinds of, uh, I know, YouTube videos now to, to do CPR and stuff like that, or people showing you emergency situations and what to do in that situation. Oh, I was curious how watching Love is Blind is going to help me save a life. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about the idea of like, okay, hold on, this person is not breathing. Let me pull this up on YouTube right now. <laughs> Well, I'll never forget, and I didn't watch a lot of The Office, but the one episode I saw was when they were teaching them CPR. Yes, that's so hilarious. That is the, one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen, but staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. staying alive. <laughs> they find some song for you to do the CPR. That's the, yeah. that's um, the rhythm that you well, use. Well, that to, one's particularly good because that's what you're trying to do to the person is to keep them staying, staying alive. alive. Yeah. Right. We get this. A man saved his daughter's life by using CPR that he learned from The Office. The office. Are you serious? Wow. I'm serious. It's a true story. Oh, my gosh. Just don't get confused with the first song that Steve Carell's character started singing. I forgot. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. Oh, I will survive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also bad. Don't do what Dwight did and cut the face yeah. off of the person. Who's you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's what he did. Okay. Silence of the lamb. So a German doctor was able to diagnose a patient with severe heart failure because they watched House. You remember that um, that TV show that's, House? That's back again. My son's been watching it. Oh really? Yeah, House. it's like a cool thing now. Is that now. Wilford Brimley? No, no that no, was no, that no. Hugh uh, somebody. Yeah, the British guy. Yeah, he's a doctor. My son oh, was yeah, watching yeah, 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 it, yeah, and he yeah. had this scene where this lady's in, and she's like, "Yeah, I've been running marathons. My time's getting worse. I don't." And she's like, "Raise your hands up," and he's like. Uh, you have a parasite. She's like, <laughs> yeah. what? And he's like, lay down and, and lift your sweater up. So she pulls her stomach, shows her stomach. He gets yeah. an ultrasound out. He's like, she's like, can you get rid of the parasite? He goes, only for about two or three more weeks. Then it becomes illegal in most states. <laughs> and it's like, he's, she's pregnant. Yeah. That's why she's oh. having this problem because she's got oh. a quote parasite inside of her. Oh, I wish he we had was, still had good doctors. Yeah, he was uh-huh. a, a, one of those, I guess, very brash and rude doctors. No, no but he was very doctor. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here's another TV show that saved a life. A woman from Israel got a second opinion of her cancer diagnosis because of an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh boy, yeah, that's so. the one I wouldn't trust. <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot of bad stuff about their actual, you know, doctoring. If you see something go, somebody go down in a restaurant and say, stand back, I'll watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'll be like, get someone else. <laughs> no. Call me Dr. McSteamy. Yeah. When that one of the doctors uh-huh. been skinny yes, and dreamy. Yeah, I, I never really watched okay. it. Okay. Sounds like you did. <laughs> Another TV show that saved a real life, a contestant on X Factor was diagnosed with a serious lung disease after Simon Cowell pointed out a weird rasp in her voice. Mm. He's like, that rasp does not sound, it sounds dreadful, just dreadful. (laughs) And so she went and found out it was um, a lung disease. Wow. 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 Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 
Wasn't one of the HGTV people saved because of thyroid cancer? Uh, a doctor was watching and saw the lump in their throat and actually wrote into the show and saved them. Uh, and they're like, that's just my Adam's apple. <laughs> a lump wow, in my throat. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, this is not, uh, this is a little bit different. A man was accused of murder, but, wow. but his appearance in a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode gave him an alibi. So he was uh, actually in the episode and gave him the alibi. <laughs> those, so he, those are recorded ahead of time. They know that, right? Yeah, but it was it was a time that the murder happened. He was uh-huh. recording this episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So, well, what did he learn to save someone's life? He learned to keep track of when he recorded his shows so that he could use it in court and save his own life. Right. Gotcha. And, and kids, go ahead and watch SpongeBob SquarePants. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. No, it's Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Squidward. That's your Pat. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Do that again. Squidward. Oh, my. Nailed it. It's perfect. You don't don't (laughs) change your voice that much. (laughs) So, a 13 year old autistic student saved his classmate's life by using the Heimlich maneuver he learned from SpongeBob SquarePants. Wow. Yes. SpongeBob saved a life right there. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> you know, right here in the upstate, we have a girl who saved someone's life using the Heimlich maneuver, but not from SpongeBob. She learned it at like a Girl Scouts or something. I know that Tori saved the Kato's life on a Friday night using the the uh, Narcan. No, no, I can't think <laughs> of the name of it. Heineken, Heineken maneuver. <laughs> that Heineken. Was, yeah, that was a, Quick, pop the tab. Yeah, <laughs> give him a Heineken. <laughs> but SpongeBob oh. SquarePants saved a life right there, and he has all the fun songs too. I learned to, to tie, or my kids learned to tie their shoe with the Loop de Loop song from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> it goes Loop de Loop, Loop de. <laughs> you don't have to change your voice much. Or the fun, <laughs> the fun. F- I never watched. Fun, who, Okay. I learned from the Hawk and Tom show the first time I ever heard anyone call the Heimlich maneuver the hind lick maneuver I from thought, Hawk. That's what he was going to say earlier. <laughs> and well, uh, I and I asked my doctor about it, and he said it actually does work. Well, that would wake me up. I'm saying. Well, it's not supposed to wake you up. If you're using it to wake people up, you're doing it okay, wrong. Okay, I would spit my food out if yes. someone did that to me. If I had to do that to save someone, they're going to die. Depends <laughs> on who it is. Move over. I saw this on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and heard it on the Hawk and Tom show. Get out of the buffet line. I got this. It's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 